headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book, uh, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, is my co-host today. Elizabeth is with us. Elizabeth is in Pensacola, Florida. Merry Christmas, Elizabeth. Merry Christmas, Dave. Thank you. And John, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How can we help? Okay, thank you. I, um, I've been in a relationship for uh, coming up on one year um, with a man who's loving and devoted father to his two girls, and I also have a daughter, and we started off so wide open and hopeful, and we were discussing the possibility and dream of marriage and blending our families and how that could work, but little by little issues regarding lots of things, including boundaries with the kids that seemed to put a huge damper on our relationship. And due to his behavior and moods, my daughter's pretty much lost all respect for him and despises him now. And at this point, our relationship is unrecognizable from a year ago since I've retreated to where I felt I wouldn't step on any toes out of deference and respect. But I'm also struggling with a feeling I should walk away, but also not wanting to abandon what we've tried to build. How old is your daughter? She's 13 and a half. Mm. They're perfectly capable of causing entire countries to cave in. <laughs> they also, they also, thirteen-year-olds. Um, I was just talking about this on my show earlier today. Their their sonar for not safe is often much more in tune than ours are as adults, because, like you just mentioned, you've uh, got a fantasy. You can't, you come from heartbreak. You want to the idea of a family, and you meet this guy, and right out of the gate, it's going to be awesome. And all of a sudden, the 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 picture y'all paint together looks incredible, and then reality starts to re- open up over the last year, and you have enough strength and fortitude and grit and determination. I'm going to marry this guy. I don't care if he's the worst guy. I I want that picture, and your 13 year old saying, I'm not going to be around him. Because she's still in touch with, she hasn't lost that sense of herself yet. Here's my my hard, hard question for you. It sounds like you've already broken up with him. You haven't broken up the fantasy. Yeah, because I just like, and and John, on your recommendation, I bought that book, Love, uh, Facing Love Addiction uh, by Pia Melody. Uh-huh. And I, I'm trying to look at myself and say, is this just, you know, but I, I do. I love him and care about him so much, and it, it's just hard to let go because both of those things so can be true at the go. same time. You can love somebody deeply, and they're not the right person to connect to to hit your wagon to for the rest of your life. You can break up with somebody and be devastated, and it still be the right thing to do. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. And I'm not telling you to dump him. I would never tell somebody to do that unless there's abuse or something. So I'm not telling you, you got to leave him. What I'm just holding up a mirror to what you just told me and Dave is you're done with this relationship. You're not done with the idea of what could have been. Which bucket, um, your 13-year-old doesn't want anything to do with him. She's lost all respect for him. Is it because he called her out on her stuff and no one has lately and she's a little 13-year-old butt? Or is it because um, she's seeing stuff that you know is right? Well, 
Uh, it's it's a little both, but I she's got an incredible sense about people, and I've always you know tried to tell her, hey, you why does she not respect that. him? What exactly? Um, he gets kind of moody, and she thinks that he's not acting like mature. And and I agree, you know, there's times where he gets like triggered by things, and he'll kind of act moody or hurt or something, and it's like. I think she's looking just like I am for that leader. And I've got the compassion to try to like, Oh, I'll work with him. I'll work with him. And she's just like, nah, <laughs> you know, she's when you like, say moody, is it that Sunday afternoon dad, just that there's a bear over there on the couch watching football. You better not talk to him or touch him. Or is it, is he ugly? Does he say ugly things? Does he ignore people? What, what do you mean? Be specific um, about the behaviors. Um, so like, uh, for instance, sometimes, um, even specifically towards her, like he kind of didn't give her the benefit of, of the doubt for something, let's say. And, you know, and he kind of acted like she wasn't um, acting right when she was just being a normal kid or, or also, you know, just the way that she's seen him interact with, cause he's got a, a, a daughter too, that's her age. And so, you know, I'm sure they chat, you know, and so just seeing how some of he reacts to her and then the daughter's reaction to that, there's, like I didn't even go into some things that she's seen that I also wasn't okay with over at his place where just there's some family dynamics there that I'm not like. It, so both, so let me put this yeah. in. Both you and him have been around the block, meaning y'all have been through heartbreak. Y'all have had y'all have had other marriages before. You've had other relationships. Is there an opportunity for y'all to sit down with adult like like in a very adult conversation, almost a, like a like an accounting review? Um, an audit and just say, Hey, this last year has been tough. Let's either let's agree that we're going to, we're going to start acting different. We want this thing to work and we're going to both begin to, or continue to invest in this thing, or let's, we're going to be heartbroken and it's going to be hard, but let's choose to move on. Could you do that? Could you have that conversation and for the, and say Um, some of your needs out loud? Yeah. And I've been trying to, and, and it seems like he kind of like, doesn't, um, I don't know if he's really very available to give me what I need, which also, and I even used some words I heard on your show, like I'm worth, you know, being loved for who I am or like, I'm worth this. I'm, I have a lot to offer and like, I'm, you know, and he's kind of like, I don't know. He just, uh, I, I don't, I don't think he actually appreciates my, my worth and I'm trying to, I don't know. I think maybe that's also part of it too. You're done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what you're telling us. You just, you just outlined somebody that's done. And I wanted, and Dave, I like want someone to treat me like how you treat Sharon. I want John. I want someone to treat me like how you treat you. Like I want that, and I just your, your daughter doesn't because I would be dismissive dismissive of her if she was. If your household is kid centric and your kid thinks she's the all to be all and she's thirteen, I would be dismissive of her. So you really wouldn't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, but just like to feel like I'm on that pedestal, and I'm I'm not like some diva. No, it's not you. Her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no she. No, you get to be. You get to be on the pedestal. That's your job. The thirteen-year-old doesn't. Right, right, and that's what I feel like. I feel like, and I literally put my hand down on the ground. I was like, I feel like I'm down here, and like, let's say his, you know, mom and his sister, and your mom and your sister are there. Mama's in this. Mama's in this. Hey, you should have left with. You should have led with mama. Led with mama. Yeah. Hey, here's what you, here's what you what Mama what I think is, is going on. Here. Your uh, your body's gearing up for another breakup, and it remembers the last one, and it was painful and awful. So get some people in your life because you're about to enter into a hard season. 
Yeah. And get, um, get some hot tea and two good friends. We'll we'll walk alongside you. This but, one's uh, done. Be tough. It's done. Stick a fork in it. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. This is the Ramsey Show. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. I got good news for all you guys and gals out there who are planners and are looking to head to make big changes in 2023. The $10 sale is on. Yeah, it's our biggest $10 sale yet. You'll find plenty to inspire and motivate you for the coming year. Some of the newcomers to the $10 sale are my number one bestseller, Recent Baby Steps Millionaires, Ken Coleman's number one bestseller from Paycheck to purpose the conversation cards questions for humans by dr john deloney the total money makeover lots and lots and lots and lots most of our books number ones most of them ten dollars so check it out all at ramseysolutions.com do not miss this this is the time to get the best deals and for most of you i think we can still get them to you for by christmas i don't know how this stuff's working all right john so uh before i get all the hate mail um you and I have talked about this several times, and let's get some clarity on it. Um, how do you balance on that last caller as a single mom in that situation being too kid-centric and putting a 13-year-old on a pedestal and giving them too much credit for wisdom that they really don't have uh, and therefore empowering them to be little brats in a, in a sense? Uh, where like they're in charge of your adult relationship or something they they can't carry that um, how do we balance that with you said they've got a great radar because it's unfiltered and they they do have a sense about things which they do so I'm not completely disrespecting or discounting the, the kid's sure. opinion but um, you've said a lot of times and I've agree with you that we're a little bit too not a little bit we are way too kid centric way in this culture where everything revolves around a little child what tipped this conversation for me was mom's and mom knew mom knows this thing was so the done. 13 year old was just the truth teller that's right the 13 year old was the unfortunately the oracle in that house and had said some things out loud that mom had been feeling and thinking all along and so it was mom saying this thing has has degraded over the last year. It's not what we thought. It's not who he, he's not who I thought he was. He's immature. And then she, we could have pushed a little bit more. She would have told us some stuff that would have made our hair curl up. And, well, we uh, finally got to mama, but yeah. yeah. So it, it, in this situation, daughter was just was the only one with the courage to, say, to tell the truth. Yeah. So, um, you because usually the, the reverse happens when somebody is is met somebody new it's going great they respect them yeah and, and what, what i don't fit. want people to, to to hear you say is because you didn't say it is a belligerent arrogant teenager is not the oracle no, no in no, your no. house they're just being a teenager but that's, that's hormone induced and they don't have the position of power right. to decide what I get to do. I'm the dad. Right. Um, and on the other hand, 
they also, you know, but that that's assuming then that I'm also big enough as the dad or the mom to listen to what they have to say and that they do actually have feeling feelings. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to teach a, uh, I'm not going to put the, the weight of the of all the responsibilities in the house on a teenager because they can't carry that weight. It's not fair. It's cruel to do that to a kid, to ask them all the time, where do you want to eat? And what do you want to do? And where do you want a kid can't handle that. And also I want to begin to teach them, let them practice autonomy. So, hey, we're going to go eat one of these two places. Which one you want to pick? They get to pick from those two choices that, yeah. I, that I put out there, right? So we're going to slowly teach them that. But in this situation, that kid yeah. was just telling the truth. Well, maybe let him do that last night. The seven-year-old picked between ravioli and tacos. There you go. So, yeah. And that, that seven-year-old is going to flex all week, being like, I, I told Mimi what we were having for dinner. <laughs> they yeah. didn't. Yeah. Okay, they that's didn't. cool. All right. That, 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 I mean, because there's a thing happening here that's um, – that we're, we're not like some kind of old school dinosaurs where we're saying that the child does not have a voice and you're not trying to teach them that because my friend Andy Andrews said we're trying to we're not trying to raise kids to be great kids we're trying to raise them to be great adults, adults that's right which is approach an adult conversation with someone else's relationship mm-hmm. with humility right that's how you do it as an adult and so and it's how you do it by God when you're 13 that's right you know so, uh, uh, and there's, and there's, there's, uh, the mistake I made early on, um, with, with one of my kids was they would say something and I would say, no, you don't. When it came to, I'm scared or I'm, I, this hurt. And I would say, no, it doesn't. No, it didn't. Well, that's not, I, I'm teaching you not to trust yourself. That's dumb. What I should say in those situations is, I'm sorry that it hurts. We still have to go. Or I'm sorry that you're scared. I'm going to put a light on, but you still have to sleep in this bed, right? So it's both and. It's not a dismissal of you, um, and it's also not – we still have responsibilities. And I'm teaching you, I don't want to get up and go to work today, but I got to, mm. right? Yeah. Sometimes there's grown-up stuff to be done. That's right. All right. Bonita is with us in Lansing, Michigan. Hi, Bonita. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um. So – I've been listening to you for a few months now, and I've been trying to pay off this um, little bit of debt I have. And as well, I got my boyfriend listening to you and paying. uh, We paid his debt off and everything, Um, and things have been going good. But then I, um, you know, I'm taking a gap year from school this year. I'm in college. um, And yesterday I found out that I didn't unenroll from the classes in time like I thought I did, and now I'm on the hook for about ten grand that I need to pay um, that I wasn't expecting to pay, and I feel like it just kind of put a wrench in my plans. Uh, that's a lot of money for me, and I just, I don't know. I don't really know. Like I would go down and more. meet with the registrar's office and let them know exactly what you did, and you say, I had a lot going on and I screwed up and I didn't withdraw from these classes. I never attended these classes. I haven't been a student here. Can you help me out? I don't have $10,000 to write you a check right now. And I will tell you, I've worked at universities that would say, absolutely, we'll take care of you. And I've worked at universities that would say, sorry, we have to go by the policy. I'll also tell you that the reason I'm in this seat right now is because I was taking a master's level counseling class as an administrator and 
I registered for that class like in April. It was a summer class. I completely forgot about it. And I went to register for the fall classes. I was just taking a class here and there. And I had an F on my transcript. So I called the, I emailed the professor and said, hey, I never went to the class. I got an F. Can yeah, you we fix know that? you didn't. <laughs> and she goes, no, you didn't show up to my class. You got an F. And then I went up across campus and I said, hey, I can't have an F on my transcript. And she said, I will take care of this, but you have to go to my child play therapy class. At that time, I would have rather set myself on fire than go to a child play therapy class. And I went, and then we ended up, um, she said, what are you doing getting a master's degree? You need to get another degree. And she ended up being the reason I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. So I tell you that to tell you this. If you made a mistake, own the mistake. Somebody might help you out, and it may be the best thing that ever happened to you. And it may be that you just got to pay 10000 bucks and move on. I sure hope you don't. But uh, in person. In not by person. email. In person. Not, not text message. Not with a TikTok DM or whatever the crap tic-tac or whatever you don't just go in there in person sit down like a human and don't blame them blame yourself take all the ownership yeah humble what we used to call hat in hand i messed up please give me mercy i'm begging for mercy i'm here to fall before your desk and ask for mercy that's right and um uh, I goofed up by three days or five days or whatever. I thought I did it properly. I was stressed out. Um, I'm taking a gap year because I'm broke, and I'm certainly so too broke to pay $10,000, and so please help me. One other loophole might be, can you at least give me incompletes on these grades so I can take them again when I get done with my gap year? And that may be a way not to get your money back, but to preserve so you don't have to pay for those classes twice. That might be something you can do also. Mm. But hopefully they'll give you your money back. Mm. You can probably get that. Hopefully they'll just say, yeah, we deal with college-age people, and sometimes they mess up. Because all people mess up. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you sick of planned obsolescence? You know, when companies make products crappy, so you have to buy more of their crappy products? Well, me too. And it's why I love companies like Grip6. Grip6 is all about quality products meant to last forever. That's why their comfortable, bulk-free belts, slimline wallets, and lightweight wool socks all come with a lifetime warranty and simple returns and exchanges. So check them out at Grip6.com today and get up to 20% off with the promo code RAMSEY. Chandaloni, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Will and Kendall are with us. Hey guys, how are you? We're good. How are you? Better than we deserve. Where do you live? Live in Memphis, Tennessee. Very fun. Welcome to Nashville. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to y'all. How much debt have you paid off? 
28000 All right. How long did that take? About five months. Good. And your range of income during that time? Went from about 40000 to 72000 Very cool. What do you all do for a living? So I'm in nursing school, so mm-hmm. I graduate in May. All right. Yep, and then I work at a content creation agency in Memphis, and we just specialize in commercial photo and video. And then on the side, I'm a Ramsey certified financial coach. So, oh, wow. Look yep. at you. Well done. Cool, cool, cool. What kind of debt was this 28000 So it was uh, a car loan and then uh, student loans that she took out earlier. And uh, so we were knocked those off, and now we're just cash flowing the rest of our school. I love it. Good. Nursing is a great degree. Well yeah, done. Yeah, you got five months more of being the breadwinner, dude, and then <laughs> yep, she's yep. going to take the keys. That's fine with me. That works for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all good. How long y'all been married? Uh, Six months. Yeah, we got married in June. Oh, gross. Yep. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's great. Yeah. Six whole months. How old yep. are you guys? I'm 22. And I'm 21. All right. Way to go, you guys. And you're a 21-year-old Ramsey financial coach. Yes, sir. My goodness. That's impressive. (laughs) Okay. So you get married. And uh, I mean, Kendall, you signed up for this. I mean, you sign up with a Ramsey financial coach. God help you. Exactly. You know, so you get married. What's the first thing you got to do? We got to get rid of these debts. Exactly. And and I'm guessing that that the car loan wasn't even yours. It, it actually was. It was yours. It was. Oh, good. We yep. got. We can spread the guilt around there. Yeah, we can. I like we it. Can. Good. That's good. Awesome. Okay, so tell me the story, how you guys start talking about this, and then what you did to get out of debt. Yeah, so we actually took foundations in high school, um, but at the same time, it really never clicked for either one of us. She took it as a sophomore. I took it as a senior, and it wasn't until COVID, I just was working and started binging the podcast and the YouTube and I obviously heard of you from high school and honestly I just started binging it and I really started to understand what the mission and uh, y'all's values here at Ramsey like what it actually means and so that really for both of us we were like we don't want to live like we see in the world from people that are close to us we didn't want to live and be normal like that um so we decided obviously when we were getting married that we weren't going to do that and so uh from then um obviously when we got married we started doing it i started coordinating uh fpu um so in january i'll have my fourth um class my goodness and so we're just fired up honestly we're just excited so so how much grief do the old people in a class give a 21-year-old coordinator? <laughs> yeah, it's always funny. I'll walk in, and I'll be greeting people, just kind of casually walking around, introducing myself, and then they have no idea who I am until I get up at the front and start saying, uh, like, greeting everyone, and it's always funny to see everybody's face when they see that I'm actually <laughs> teaching the class. Um, but well, now you can show the video to start the yeah. class of this interaction. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, and so that was one thing that we really wanted is that we're not just someone that's putting the video up and playing it like we're in we're doing it with y'all um and that's what i tell everybody that we come into contact with like we are on this same journey with you we're doing it as well Mm. Um, all right so kendall you had a picture since for years of your first year or two of marriage yes it probably included fewer beans and rices than you've 
beans and rice than you've eaten in the last six months. <laughs> That's very true. There's we were we were talking about this on the way here. Like, I mean, when you get married, like you wanna. We just moved into an apartment. Like, we wanna furnish it, get it all cute. But we had to be okay with you know, we got a free couch from the church. Like, we just you know furnished it how we could. You know, because we were paying off debt, we didn't have the money to go you know, buy a couch and a table and all of that. So when you um, get a free couch from a church, that means they got the free couch from someone else. This yep. is third generation. I literally, while you were talking, oh, sure. I thought there's so sure. many butts that have been on yep. that couch. <laughs> exactly. And it's not a very pretty color either. Uh-uh. So. No. But okay, was, but this is good because we had, we had a call in the earlier bad. segment. Is your marriage somehow less than? No, not at all. If anything, it's better. Yeah. Um, it's brought us closer together. I mean, we're on the same page financially. And so when... Y'all always say when you get on the same page, like things start to just, it's just building up and you're going in the right direction. And I I feel like we're closer because we've done this together. Um, We both, it wasn't just me that wanted this. Uh, She wanted it as well, which was really cool. And I was thankful for that we have the same values when it comes to money and marriage. And so it's, it's been really cool. How does it feel to be free? Amazing. 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 And you've been able to cash flow the rest of nursing school. Yes. Yeah. Well done, y'all. Yeah. You guys got such an incredible start. You're going to be able to be unbelievably generous and unbelievably wealthy both. Very, very cool. Very cool. Okay. Now you're leading the class. You're debt free. You paid off 28,000 in the first five months of marriage. And someone says, okay, hot shot. (laughs) <laughs> what is it you do to get out of debt? What are the what are the things you got to do if you're going to get out of debt? What are the keys? Um, honestly, obviously the budget, but we talk about this a lot. Just being content, like with what you have. Like all of our friends, you know, our friends that also get married, um, you know, may have a new couch and a new this and that. But us just being content, knowing like this is our plan, this is what we're going to do, and it was five months, like. I know people have longer journeys than that. And so we knew for five months we can do this. And then, you know, now we, we did get a new couch. So our apartments yep. come together. So Yay. It's, yeah, it's Yay. a lot, lot Only better. Only our butts have been on that couch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'd agree with that. Y'all always say, get on a plan and stick with it. Um, and that's what I always tell people. If During FPU, if you will submit to this plan and give it 110%, it will work for you. It doesn't, it's not just for low income or high income families. It's for anybody that's willing to submit to the plan. Um, and that's with a lot of things in life. It's not just money. If you are willing to put the work in, submit to the plan, like your life can change for the better. All right. Close circuit to all you people in Memphis. If you want to go to the best possible financial <laughs> peace class, I think I just found the coordinator. Wow. That was incredible. Very well done. If you want to coach in Memphis, I think we just found him. Excellent job, dude. Very, very, very well done. Powerful stuff, you two. And and you. if you want a nurse to yep. jab you with needles, I want exactly. a nurse who wants to be there, not who has to be there. Yes, yep, sir. Exactly. Very Ouch. cool. I do. <laughs> wow. Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give bundle for you. Uh, It includes the Baby Steps Millionaire's book. It includes the Total Money Makeover book and a one-year membership. 
probably some gifts you'll give away mm-hmm. and uh, maybe you can enjoy at least the baby steps millionaires book you're going to be those before you know it no doubt you guys are incredible powerful young couple wow excellent job well done well done all right it's will and kendall memphis tennessee Twenty-eight thousand paid off in the first five months of marriage making 40 to 72 when she graduates from college and becomes a nurse watch out watch out here it goes <laughs> count it down let's hear a debt-free scream Three, Three, two, two one. one. We're debt free! Yeah! Woo-hoo! Oh, if I had had one ounce of that much since when I was 21. Just one ounce. When I was 21, I saw no. the deep hole I'd already dug myself, and I was like, let me borrow a shovel. I can make that deeper. Let's go see how deep we can go. I kept wow. digging until I was about 36 years old. <laughs> Way to go, you guys. You're impressive. Awesome. Hey, that's the power of that high school curriculum right there. This is The Ramsey Show. of the day romans 15 13 may the hope of may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the holy spirit you may abound in hope c.s lewis said joy is the serious business of heaven love it nick is with us nick is in salt lake city utah hi nick how are you good how are you too better than we deserve how can we help perfect um, I'll try to make this brief. I'm trying to figure out if I should leave my toxic work environment. Yes. And go to yes. my old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your yeah, toxic tell us your work story, environment. But the What's yes. toxic about it? So, um, little backstory. I had to come here to get benefits from because my previous place didn't have any benefits, and so we. My family had a major crisis in our lives where my wife tried to, sorry, take her life. Hmm. Sorry. That's okay. And, so you, you had to take this job for the, for the insurance so she could get the care that she needed? Correct. Yeah, because we couldn't, she had to go, when she wasn't in the care, she was recommended to go to a a psychiatrist, a therapist, I'm sorry, um, for minimum of two times a week. And we got it down to one time a week, but paying out of pocket was just going to be where we would have been homeless. And we have a one-year-old, or he's about to be one, and we just didn't see a solution for it. We, how, long we ago, how long ago was that? In 2020, last year, it was around November, so a little over a year ago. Mm. Hey, can I just stop you right here and applaud you for being a husband who loves his wife enough to do whatever it takes? 
Thank you. It's an you're you're an impressive, brave man, and I'm proud to to get to share a conversation with you, man. You quit a job that you liked in order to take a job that you had to take so that you could care for your family, and that's what people do in hard times. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. So it sounds like so this new job me. provides medical benefits, but also is pretty awful too. Yeah, so I I took it because it was a higher paying job, and when we got the medical bill, it was very high where we're obviously in debt right now and so that was the main reason for the benefits to pay for therapy as well as be able to pay for the medical bill just to get out of it and what do you make about a year's worth of salary um at this new place i make about 78 doing what at the old place um engineering you're an engineer yes okay and how old are you? I am twenty, about to be 28. So you've been licensed three years, four years? No, no. So I just started working about two and a half years ago. So we, we didn't know about you guys until... You no, know, I'm asking marketers. how long you've been an engineer. Oh, yeah, for about two and a half years only. Okay. All right. And what's the problem at the new place? What's the Define what toxic means in this case. So anytime... I get yelled at on a, on a weekly basis, and there's been times where I've been yelled at in front of my colleagues and have been threatened that if I don't get get it right, then I'm going to be out of here the next day. Okay, let me stop you a second. And, okay, are you being confronted about performance, or are you being yelled at with actual volume? Yelled at with actual volume. Okay. Or yeah, here's this is a, I'm going to ask this directly and kind of I'm going to it's hard. Is this you being like, it's hurting my feelings or is this, no, dude, this dude's like getting all up in my face. Like if we were outside, there'd be a problem kind of, kind of yelling at you. Yeah. If we were outside, there'd be a problem. That's And that's where I'm not sure what to do because I can handle it and I can take it, but it's to the point where it's just becoming. I I would think there'd be a lot of engineering jobs in Salt Lake City that included medical benefits. Have, Have you looked yet? Yeah, I've looked at a couple of different areas and tried to apply to a few different places, and a lot of them are hiring, and I've had a couple of interviews with them. However, there's just we're in a small town where if I were to go there, it's about a 45-minute commute to an hour commute for me to get to the other places that I'm interested in. I can, I can I do that more than I can be yelled at because my, my yelling button is fairly low. Mine too. Like okay. one time. Um, I also can consider, um, moving communities. If I have to move a little bit closer to where I work, are y'all locked into this community that you're a part of right now? Yeah. So we have a house. We bought it a a couple of years ago. And so we have, we do have a house and the reason we're living where we are right now is because we have parents that are close by that can watch a little boy, especially right now, since she's working part-time, so we can try to pay off this debt and going to therapy. It's, we're just both trying to pay it off as fast as we can. Sure. I don't want you to lose your relationship or your sanity in the process. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have to do something else. We just gotta find out what. And it may be, it may be pick your poison. Uh, I'm picking. I'll make a commute before I get yelled at. I'm picking. I'm going to keep looking and looking and looking and find something very soon because it's not going to be long before I tell this guy to take this job and shove it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, like thirty seconds. So I'm. I, 
because I'm a redneck. It's hard for me to put up with that stuff. I'm, I mean, I get all hillbilly on you. That ain't going to work. I don't do yelling. You know, <laughs> man, like, I, I, just thinking about you experiencing that. Can you imagine? You know, hat, we, we actually had a team up. member a while back, a few years ago, yell at one of our leaders here, and he fired him on the spot. And it's like, <laughs> he goes, why are you firing me? It was like, because we like are civilized human beings in here. You, you know, yeah. you're done, you belligerent little twerp. And so, oh, my God. Yeah, you know? man, I, I, your, your, your instinct and your guts are right. I'm with yeah. Dave. I would rather come home with integrity 30 minutes later every day. And what I mean by integrity, not brow beaten down and not exhausted and not hating my life. But, I, but I, I do think that, you know, don't put too many constraints on this. There's no way to do this except in this other bad way. Right. There's, you know, sometimes if the only options I've got are two bad ones, that means I don't have enough options. Right. And so I want you to go keep looking and poking and looking and poking and looking and poking and find you something or open up your own engineering thing on the side and drive Uber at night. I don't know. But, um, you know, let's do something different very, very quickly. Like I okay. like the end of January, you have a new job, Nick. That's what I'm prescribing. I'm telling you to go do that. Okay, perfect. Does that make sense? And yeah, yeah you know, I, I don't care. It might be that you buy your own health insurance and you get paid a hundred at the other place instead of seventy. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'd do that one too. I mean, I, I don't. You know, benefits are good, but they're not worth. 60,000 bucks a year. So, I mean, if you can make more money someplace else and you don't have a commute and you got to buy your own health insurance, have at it. That's right. But your dignity doesn't have a price tag, brother. Yeah. And just, you know, boy, I mean, it's, just, it's dignity. It's also just humanity. Just I humanity. mean, it's just, you know, we're just not going to act like these. What are you? Who yells in the. And I mean, it's not like this is a, a, a ditch digging firm or something. I mean, this is an engineer's. Who thinks they can get. I mean, this you, is here, a, this here's who thinks they can get away with it. High paid white collar job. Somebody I mean, who's gotten away with it. Yeah. Nobody ever. Who hires it. brand new, newly uh, certified engineers and just. And overpays them so he can abuse them. Or possibly underpays them and runs them into the ground and <sighs> gets what he wants. And they leave and then he has his bad attitude and starts it over again. Where are you going? Don't have any payments. Not here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Somewhere else? Not here, not today, Bubba. <laughs> you are a confused individual. <laughs> I just, yeah. Oh man! But hey, uh, kudos, man, for for doing the hard thing and yeah, uh, quitting the job. You're, you're a stud, Nick. Loving your Throw wife, your loving that back. little one year old. Throw your shoulders back. Step into the next thing because you're good at stepping into the next thing. You've done a good job with it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that place is not deserving of someone with as much character as you have, sir. Exactly right. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Thanks to Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew in the booth. They're known as the Booth Dudes. They make this happen. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show.